Hey there, film clubbers. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Fangirl Film Club. And for exclusive content, early access to episodes, and all kinds of other goodies, you can support us on Patreon. Recorded live in front of a feline audience. Coming to you from coast to coast, it's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fangirl Film Club, the movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Emily J, and I'm joined coast to coast like butter on toast with my beautiful co-host, Mia. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I just want everybody listening to know because they can't see this, how extraordinarily pretty you look oh. today. <laughs> Extra pretty. I, I wanted to tell you I before, but I'm on. telling you now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're so cute. Thanks. Thanks. I love you. I am grimy and unshowered. <laughs> my favorite my favorite combo um all right so i know i think you look great Thank i you. wouldn't say i wouldn't kick you out of bed um so this week was your pick and i know oh, we yes. have our intro saying we've seen some shit but i gotta be honest i didn't hate this i didn't think it was shitty it was fine <laughs> Yeah. I love that you're going to disagree with me on a movie that you picked. <laughs> you're like, no, actually, you can't like it. It's terrible. <laughs> I have some intense prejudice because of some of the made-up Oscars that I will be mm. unleashing on you all. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, as horror movies go, you know, I thought that the plot was fine. I thought it was mm-hmm. perfectly decent. Yep. But I, yep. <laughs> I do have some problems with... I mean, oh. all of the things that I'm excited about for this... We're good. All of the things that, like, we watched this for were fine. Other things were less great. Oh, I don't... I mean, all I said was I didn't hate it. (laughs) I don't know that it's a good movie. Um, But, yeah, no, I I think... I mean, I've I've certainly recommended worse on this exact podcast. (laughs) So, um, in recent history, I have made us watch worse. But, yeah, no, it was not without... It was not without flaws, no. By, by a long shot. Um, but we watched this week, it was Mia's pick. It was The Disappeared from 2008, mm-hmm. written by Neil Murphy and Johnny Kevorkian, also directed yes. by Johnny Kevorkian. Yeah. I did not look this up. Do we mm-hmm. think there's a relation? To I think doctor? it's the same man. Oh. It's Dr. not the Kevorkian. same man. <laughs> it's not, Jack Kevorkian did not make it write and direct this movie. I thought you were saying, <laughs> is there a relation between writer Johnny Kevorkian and director Johnny Kevorkian? That no, is the I same put man. that one together. Thanks, me. Um, that is the same man. I was saying, do we think Jack Kevorkian, Dr. Jack Kevorkian, the suicide specialist, uh, has anything to do with this director and writer who, who gave us this film? I didn't look it up. There was also next to no information about this this film yep. on the internet. So, yep. So our uh, our extra stuff <laughs> budget box office I, trivia. It's gonna be a little IMDb. light this week. <laughs> IMDb didn't even bother with a trivia page. <laughs> IMDb was was pretty skinny on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna say no relation between Johnny Not and as Jack. As far as I know, no. Um. I will say, though, there are some last names that maybe you just, if you're going to go into the public eye, you just pick a different name. Like, like I'm sure there are people who are perfectly decent whose last name is Hitler, and they changed it because yeah. you don't want that connotation. Not that I no. think there's anything wrong with medically assisted suicide. I think it's great. Wonderful. Thank you, Jack. But it is a name that carries a stigma. So I was like, yeah, that's all right. Okay, Johnny Kevorkian. Cool. Um, Which, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because there's a lot of exploration of mental illness in this movie. Mm-hmm. 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 And um, I think it's not disrespectfully done. I mean, we are no, not meant no, to feel no. sympathetic towards people who are like, you're crazy. So. Yeah, we're we're supposed to expect... <laughs> the behavior of all of his friends and family 
Um, and just accept that as being like, yeah, that's how people treat crazy people. Um, <laughs> but, all right. Yeah, would you like to tell us about America's hottest, or British, <laughs> London's hottest new club? <laughs> I don't even know if it... Oh, if we have any UK listeners, they're going to be so mad about the region because I don't know what region this is supposed to be in. All I, I know is there are chavs, but chavs are, are everywhere. <laughs> the, yeah. They, I don't think it's London, but I have no idea. No idea. If I had to make an uneducated guess, and it would be uneducated, I would say Devon because I think everything that's... You just like that's where you put in people. Default, yeah. <laughs> we'll go to Devon for this one. All right, we'll say it's in Devon. Okay, Emily, <laughs> Devon's hottest new club is the Disappeared, and it has everything. All of Harry Treadaway's age suctioned into Greg Wise, gratuitous amounts of vomited dirt, flat-assed and slender-wristed white men. Draco Malfoy with a buzz cut and leather jacket and bad fucking priests. I don't even need to do a recap because that's all, <laughs> really all that was going on in this one. Um, it is funny because I think I tried to watch this. Speaking mm-hmm. of fangirl film club behavior, I think I tried to watch this film back when it came out. Oh, because of Draco Malfoy, because of, of Tom Felton, because I went through a phase. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, which is remember <laughs> why we watched the apparition Mine for the ten minutes ended, that yeah. he was in that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that is uh, that was why I tried to watch it, and of course, I think it had a distribution of eleven people. So right. it wasn't possible for me to watch it at the time because we didn't have the no. internet the way that we do now. Yeah. So. Alas. All right. Um, shall I recap? I would I tell, love for you. Shall I tell the folks at home what happened and the disappeared? <laughs> I would love for you to explain this movie. I'm going to get a little gray toward the end because as did the plot. Um, just so. <laughs> not inaccurate. So everybody knows. It's not me fucking up. It's that the plot was unclear. So I'm just going <laughs> to make a decision as what I think happened and we'll discuss later on. Um, all right. So <clears throat> we're not timing ourselves anymore. We've grown past that. All right. So troubled teen Matt returns home to his emotionally constipated father after suffering a psychotic break when his little brother disappeared on his 18th birthday. Uh Dad obviously clearly blames Matt for his brother's disappearance, and Matt immediately starts hallucinating, hearing his little brother's voice, investigating his disappearance on his own, even though the police have closed the file. He starts seeing him everywhere. He is not well, all right? But he is seeing his little brother everywhere, and nobody believes him, including his best friend, Draco Malfoy, who's like, hey, do an EVP session, and then makes fun of him when it works. So, whatever. Uh, Draco Malfoy also has a little sister named Sophie, who is sweet on Matt, even though he's crazy. Then Matt meets Avril Lavigne and she's like, hey, go see a psychic who lives in the building across the street. And he's like, all right, cool, I'll go do that. So he goes and does that. And the psychic's like, your brother's probably mad at you because, you know, you're the reason he's dead. And he's like, great, cool. And her daughter gives him a, a drawing of somebody who kind of looks like Draco Malfoy's little sister, Sophie. Mm-hmm. He goes to talk to his priest, who's also his social worker, maybe, um, who keeps stopping by the house for like at home visits and telling him he has to go back to the hospital for his outpatient appointments, which he doesn't do. And he doesn't take his meds, which is why he's hallucinating. And so he goes to see the priest and the priest is like, "Eh, I don't know what's going on, but you know, it's possible your brother's dead. And he's like, yeah, that sucks. Goes to see Draco Malfoy. And he's like, Hey, my sister disappeared. Also just like, just like your brother. And he's like, Oh my God, the psychic gave me this picture here. It's Sophie. And now she's gone. What do we do? Draco Malfoy loses the shit, kicks him out of the house. Things are not going well for Matt. <laughs> he goes and sleeps on a boat with Avril Lavigne. Uh, and then he goes home and he tells his dad that he thinks he, he thinks his dad is the one who murdered Tom, his little brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, dad's like, you're officially crazy. I'm calling the hospital again. He runs. Hospital chases him. He goes back to the psychic's house. Ooh, whoops. Plot twist, Psychic has been dead for five years because the, the whole building that she was in that Matt went to visit burned down 
He goes back. It's officially burned. He's like, oh, shit. I am crazy. Goes in. He sees he has a vision of what happened. He sees mm-hmm. the name Balin uh, scrawled on the floor, which is the name of the priest slash care worker. He's like, oh, fuck. It was him. He goes to see him, discovers a murder catacomb underneath the church and finds a bunch of candles and bodies and Sophie Malfoy still alive. uh, And then he gets knocked out. (laughs) He gets knocked out by the evil priest. Uh, Then he wakes up and he's in a cage. Simon slash Draco Malfoy has come looking for him because he feels bad. Uh, And then the evil priest kills Draco Malfoy. Uh, let's somehow let's Sophie and Matt out of the cage. Sophie runs away. There's a big fight. Evil Father Balin maybe turns into a vampire or a monster Unclear. of some kind. Unclear. Uh, then he <laughs> he goes. They attack. He officially admits to killing Tom and all these other kids. Whatever. Um, and then. Matt beats him over the head with a rock, thinks he kills him, runs away, wakes up in the hospital, finds out that uh, Balin has escaped. And the real Father Balin has been dead for years and was in the murder catacombs. Simon's officially dead. Oops, so is Avril Lavigne. She's been a ghost this whole time. And that's that. They go, they bury Tom. (laughs) He goes to see Avril Lavigne's grave. And the whole time he is rocking the worst hair we've ever seen. Is this the worst? Is this number one? I think he's taking the he's taking the th- he's taking the crown from Josh Hartnett now. We've passed it because <clears throat> first it was Seb, and then we passed it mm-hmm. to Josh Hartnett for the faculty. Yep. And I think Josh is now taking it off of his greasy head and putting it on Harry Treadaway's. Thank you. Not greasy, overly gelled head. Overly gelled Not head. Overly gelled head. Hair. Oh man. Pale British boys, stop combing your hair forward. You, mm-hmm. Nobody looks good with your baby bangs. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> nobody. That is our recap. Woo! You Woo. did it. You did Everybody's, the hell out of that. Yeah. Every the moral of the story is basically everybody's dead. Everybody this kid comes in contact with is dead except for his dad. <laughs> <laughs> His dad, who, like, I can't, I can't get it out of my head that this is uh, Mr. Willoughby. I know you're not Regency. You're not a Regency fan. I'm not. I understand no, this. Because not, the, no. the fucking um, Bennets are like, oh, no, we are so poor with our three-bedroom <laughs> home and our servants' quarters. Um, but I, this, <laughs> the dad is um, the... What is he? The red herring from Sense and Sensibility mm-hmm. of the red herring okay. boyfriend who turns out to be a scoundrel. So Alan oh, Rickman right, can right, swoop right, yeah. in on Kate Winslet. Woo. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I could not get that out of my head. And I was just like, this man has aged 50 years since that movie came out. And considering 2008 was a lot closer to 1995 than, mm-hmm. than, 50 than years. we are now. <laughs> 50 oh, years. God. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to think about what he looks like now. He was the <laughs> crypt keeper in this film. Um, Poor Greg Wise. <laughs> sorry, Greg. We watched this for Harry and we did. possibly Tom. Um, Tom. Harry, yeah. who who grew up to be Victor Frankenstein, your Blorbo. My Blorbo. Sweet, sweet baby Blorbo. Tortured, tortured. Teeny tiny From wrists. day one. Teeny. He's so delicate. <laughs> it's just a He's so Victorian delicate. waif. He really is. He really is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, every time he like would get into a fight, I was like, stop, you're going to break him. Also, the teenage gangs. Bag of bones. Oh my God. Teenage gangs in Devon. I wouldn't even describe them as gangs. Just they're, I don't even know what they are. They're just chav bullies. They're just. And. Like, <laughs> also, there was like that scene where they chased the little kid off of the swing, which was uh-huh. so rude. That poor kid. Oh, no. First, first, uh, Matt <laughs> mistakes him for his little him. brother and like shoves him off the swing by like shaking the chains. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah, <laughs> runs to I his am mom. my brother. And then, and then, you know, 
At two in the morning, he decides to go back to the park, thinking that's a safe time where he won't be harassed, I guess. Um, the little kid, not Matt, <laughs> and, and is, is getting, like, super, like, bullied by... This child has no peace. <laughs> this child knows no peace. Um, yeah, so there was teenage gangs, although I, we did find them in the murder catacombs later on, and I was like, no big deal. Yeah, it's all good. No worries. No, no big loss there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could have killed them and nobody would have noticed. Um, no. All right. Two things. One, did you mm-hmm. see Avril Lavigne being dead as coming from a mile away? I remember her being at the dock like very early on and he's just watching her. Was she dead mm-hmm. like as long as the psychic was dead for the last five years or was it like semi-recent or okay no no no. because her the notice about her uh her suicide was on the same piece of newsprint as so on the same paper as the thing with the fire okay so that was all Um, long long ago yeah like five years ago um and so when he sees her the like the second time she's standing on the dock and she's like looking like she's about to jump in the river right. and and then he goes to like go see her get closer and she's gone and it's yes. like well, that's clearly she's very clearly a ghost that is ghost yes that is ghostly <laughs> says, and that is she ghost won't let him right touch there. her yeah <laughs> some right. ghost behavior or kiss her or anything <laughs> yeah. serious ghost behavior Avril Lavigne is displaying Mm-hmm. But, oh man, that hair, that hair took me back. Like, Oof, girl, you just need to so put like long. a necktie on, a necktie on over a tank top, call it a day. She was so long, so flowing. <laughs> it was, it was beautiful, it was beautiful yeah. hair. It was like corn silk, it was gorgeous, super jealous. Yeah. All right, that was the first thing. Second thing, let's address the elephant in the room. What the fuck do we think Pastor Balin was? Do you think he was a vampire? I kind of think he was he, a vampire. If he was able to withstand the head-crushing rock scene, um, yeah, I I kind of feel like he was a vampire. I yeah. Well, and then in the in the flashback memory thing that Matt had when mm-hmm. he was in the burned-out apartment. When yeah. a little girl came running in, she had like a mark on her neck. Yeah, she was bleeding from her yeah, neck. Yeah, she was bleeding from her neck. And that's when they had the big fight, the psychic yeah. and uh, what's his face? The pastor. Um, pastor Dwalin. Adrian. Thrallin. Ballin. All of the dwarf Ballin. names from fucking <laughs> The Hobbit. <laughs> just, just pick a dwarf, whatever. Um, yeah. pa- pastor Adrian. Uh yeah, he. I, th- I think he was a vampire because then there was that picture. It was like they wanted. They decided like the last five minutes. They're like, oh, let's say he's a vampire. Um, <laughs> there was that like framed photo in the murder catacombs of him, and yeah. it looked like it was from like the early 1900s, but it was like definitely him. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's what they were trying to say. Or he's a shape shifting immortal. Yeah. Prequel to Midnight Mass. Yes. Yeah, except I'd say know they're in the same universe. Are they supposed to be Catholic? Mm, I don't. It was unclear. It was unclear. I say priests because I think every Christian that's is Catholic. What every, <laughs> that's what every Catholic believes. Every recovering Catholic, anyway. <laughs> anyway. We see a caller, we turn the other way, and we assume it's Catholic. It's Catholicism coming for us. Well, because the other thing was that was unclear was if they knew how long they'd known Pastor Ballin. Or yeah. Father Ballin. Yeah. Because at the end, when he's in the um, hospital, his dad's like, we don't even know who he was. They found the real Ballin in the murder right. catacombs. Yeah. So I was like, well, did he look like that guy? Or yeah. was it just a totally different dude who had the correct identification? Assumed, yeah, his identity. Yeah. And he assumed just his identity. coincidentally also happened to be named <laughs> Mr. Dwallin. Mr. Ballin. <laughs> Just so coincidental, um, which is why you know having a having a uh, 
a rare last name that's difficult to spell and pronounce, saved me, <laughs> I'm sure, has saved me multiple times. Somebody's tried to murder me and assume my identity because they have the same mm -hmm. last name. And they were like, ugh, never mind. I dare <laughs> you to figure out how to spell our last names, yeah, before you <laughs> try to assume our identities. That's the test, if you can. Yep. Mm hmm And also, if you can hear it mispronounced 10 different ways and still know they're talking to you, that's the mm -hmm. real test. Not explode with rage. That's the real yeah. test. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think I don't think most people can handle it. Um Yeah, so I'm going to vampire. That's yeah. what I'm going with. Which is kind of not to not to make an obvious joke, but kind of balling on his part because he was like in a church all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like just being a priest. Yeah, I don't think you know what no, I don't think around he, town. I don't think in the daylight. Maybe I'm yeah. I forget I guess I forget how vampires work. I don't think it was a vampire, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the never only mind. other hint would have been knowing. like if people are shoveling garlic into his mouth. Like, oh father. <laughs> Just, You've done such good for us. Please enjoy this Italian <laughs> meal with us. <laughs> I was gonna say he's at church day in and day out, walking around in the sunshine <laughs> and his favorite thing to eat is, is Italian food. So yeah, he's totally a vampire. I'm so good at this. Uh, well, now we don't know. I, that was my leading theory. No, I'm fine with him being a vampire because if his skull was not caved in at the end of being beaten with, that was a big rock. That was, was a, a big, big rock, rock and he hit him a lot of times. Yeah. He hit him a lot of times. Yeah. Like, what? also magic bone breaking? Like, was he supposed to have broken Draco Malfoy's neck? Yeah. Because it was like he hugged him and then he like died. <laughs> I think they added that I mean, sound I know I didn't. Emily, I just don't know if you heard it because the volume on this movie was atrocious. Oh, it was. The sound? Tubi, we Dreadful. watched it on Tubi and mm -hmm. the mix was appalling. Um, I don't yep. know if it, and like you warned me for my old lady ears that the mix was not good. I watched it with um, subtitles on though, as I have to do. You were able every to time find we the subtitles. Yes. I was not able to find not? subtitles on TV, so I just had to <laughs> crank the volume up to about 70 on the TV. <laughs> I was going to say, as I've had to do in other instances of British indies, because mm -hmm. all of these lads just slur all their words together, and yeah. I have no idea what they're saying. So we had to we had to watch with the subtitles. But yeah, there is a uh, there was a. A, a lovely sound effect subtitle that just said bones breaking and yep. then Draco Malfoy slumped over dead. I was like, I assume yeah. he broke his neck. Eyes open. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah I think I dead. got a crunch. Um, <laughs> but thus is my first made up <laughs> Oscar. Much oh. like the reverse cross symbols, a reverse of a real Oscar <laughs> being the worst sound mixing. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I'm really going for the slander charge here because I picked out the names of the ADR recordists. I picked out the dialogue editor. Girl, though. I'm look going at you. Hard. Going in, Oof. going hard. All right. One more click on the old IMDb page. <laughs> <laughs> and on. That is Good one old click copy and more paste. than I gave it. <laughs> so worst sound mixing this week, this, this episode goes yes. to ADR recordists, Mark Appleby, Anthony Bayman, Robert Edwards, Ian Jameson, and dialogue editor Matthew Goff. Shame. Shame to all of you. They, they can share that Razzie because it's <laughs> the worst. It was terrible. It was so bad. I mean, the only thing that yeah. I, because I did watch it with the volume quite high, at yeah. least there wasn't like a lot of explosions <laughs> because yeah. I feel like that would have been deafening. <laughs> that would have shaken my home. Everything else was essentially almost everything else was fine. Like the music was a perfect volume. Most of the other, I guess, sound effects, fire, whatever, beating with rocks, vomiting dirt, shoveling. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of, okay. Oh, another, another possible like pin on the red string board that maybe Ballin's mm -hmm. a vampire is that. He didn't straight up kill Matt. He just buried him alive, which is a very vampire right. thing to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. That's an odd choice. Very odd choice. It was an odd choice. As someone who clearly has no issue murdering a lot of people, he's like, yeah. this kid poses an active threat to me. Eh. <laughs> I'll just cover him with some dirt and hope for the best. Yeah. I'm not going to check the old polls. Just going to no, toss him in the shallowest in. grave. <laughs> Six inches of dirt. I know. That's it, enough. I was going to say, he didn't even dig into the dirt. He just like no. shoveled the dirt on top of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was flat with the ground with, like, a mound of dirt on top of him. That was the grave that Balin. He was really just, you know, I think he was begging to be caught. Yeah. He's like, He's like I'm tired like of this, this. Yeah, you know, these spree killers, they just get to the end of the time. And they're like, mm-hmm. eh, it was fun for a while, but my time. I'm going to start making some obvious mistakes. Let yeah. somebody catch me. <laughs> it's time. Um <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Well, I have a, I have two. Well, I mean, we already talked about the one we've, we've passed the crown mm-hmm. from yes. Josh Hartnett to, to Harry for this one. Yes. So that was my, that was one of my Oscars was worst hair. Good. Worst <laughs> hair, please. For the love of God, I'm begging, I'm begging pale, thin British boys to stop <laughs> combing their hair forward. <laughs> I just, it's every time I see it, I am enraged. Yes. I'm so mad because it never looks good. Just let me see your forehead, baby. That's all. I just, it's, I promise it was it fine will be better. in like 2008, 2009. This does not fly. This, listen, I know we can't go back. I know this movie was filmed in 2007, but like, yeah. it doesn't make it any, it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't. It doesn't make it any easier to look at. No, no. The past is difficult to look at enough. 2008 is hard enough for me to look at in the rearview mirror. I don't need to be reminded yeah. that a lot of people's hair looked like that. Atrocious. <sighs> Atrocious. But my other made-up Oscar goes to uh, this film for strangest Home Alone montage at about 75% of the way through the film. Yeah. Do you remember this part? Yeah. Like, the, like- he... I don't know what was going on. It was like after after Draco Malfoy kicked him out of his house for like yes. saying that he could help him find his sister. Um, and then they had like a big fight or whatever. And then he was like home and he took a shower and he was like yelling in the shower. And then he was yeah. like walking around in a towel and sleeping and like just... It was just very, and then he kept like looking at himself in the mirror. It was too long. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it served zero purpose. There's enough than, vagueness like, in this movie. We know he's fucked up. Okay, yeah. we got it. We're <laughs> at this point. We're 80 minutes into a 96 minute film. We know he's got some issues. All right, it's fine. <laughs> So that was my, because <laughs> I watched that. And I was like, what am I looking at? What am I supposed to be getting from yeah. this? Whatever it is, I'm is not. Is this the end of Requiem for a Dream? Like, <laughs> is this is this what we're doing now? Did he copy and paste Cue the music? Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are your, uh, what are your other, what are your other Oscars? So, outside of the realm of this movie, I did give Harry Treadway best glow up because um, Ugh, in a true... Yes fangirl film club deep dive i went Mm -hmm. to his imdb page and the most recent thing that he has done which is chemistry of death um i think is still going theoretically it has not Mm -hmm. it has not been axed has not been canceled um not yet not yet uh chemistry of death (laughs) i saw him and his hair is not combed down it is floofed up he has a beard this is this guy glowed up very very proud he's a good looking man yeah, yeah, I saw his IMDb photo. I'm like, are we looking at the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's a twin. Club. Good job. He, yeah, is hopefully. he? Yeah. I think his twin is also an actor. So I'm terrified right, that they're switching what roles. What did you say hopefully for? <laughs> hopefully what? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they're not switching roles because I would... Okay. I would be personally hurt by this because I just have, after... Penny Dreadful being like, this is a pitiful, mm-hmm. this is a pitiful meow meow of a man. That is a scrungled, that <laughs> is a scrungled a individual. <laughs> that is a wet scrungle of a man. He is. 
He's a sad, wet bastard. I would hate for my affections to be misguided or misdirected. So... Um, my well, other let's, let's just yeah let's just pray they haven't done that and it's actually been hairy this whole time fingers crossed truly uh my other made-up oscar today goes for worst homoerotic besties okay because like simon we're hanging matt? out matt and simon yep we're hanging mm-hmm. out in the dump in an abandoned mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. um we're being mean to each other and at the end he doesn't even visit his friend's grave I know. I was sad about that. Yeah, that was upsetting. Like, I was really sad that Simon died, honestly, because I was like, he didn't get to apologize. Like, they didn't even get to, like, make up. Yeah. He just was, you know, sad in the moment that he found his body. Yeah, he's like, I care about you. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because, like, he went looking for him. He felt bad because he was a shitty friend. Yeah. That was one of those things I was like, couldn't we have made like another friend to be the one who suggested the EVP yeah. <laughs> or like see it as something Someone who's not immediately going to make fun of him for it. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah. Hey, remember that thing you told me to do yesterday? Yeah. I did it and it worked. And you dumb shit the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Gaslighting Simon. Jesus. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, this does bring me to my single best wrist mm. line. Oh, the only best wrist line that I could identify the first time that I watched it. Okay, hear clearly and understand. Um, was you should have spent a bit longer in the old whack shack. Oh, I thought we were gonna have the same one. Um, really, mine is also a Simon line. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same yeah, page on that front. At least spend a little more time in the whack shack. The old <laughs> whack shack. <laughs> Um, no, my best words line was also from Simon. Um, mm-hmm. Not in the dump uh, when they're sitting in the park or whatever. Uh, when he says something about they're asking, they're talking about he's telling he's telling Matt's telling Simon about Avril Lavigne, and yep. he's like, Jesus, that was quick. And then Matt's like, What about you? And Simon says the best line I think in the whole film. I haven't got uh-huh. time for a hoe, bro. I was like, oh, God, remember when we said those things in 2008? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where nobody bat an eye. Nobody bat an eye. We just, that's mm-hmm. just, that was an acceptable thing to say to your friends. Yeah. And I thought it was the best line in the film. Personally. Now that I'm thinking of it, I think in like, tw- no, 2009, I had an emo boyfriend who happened to turn out to be gay afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. who like called me his hoe at one point. <laughs> I was like, that's, and that was that's very upsetting. I was going to say that wasn't, a, that wasn't a cue that he might be oh, gay. Emily should have seen that miles away. <laughs> yeah, tightest pants. Were there tightest pants I've ever there, seen. Were there other signs? I feel like there might've been other signs. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of combed down hair. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Yep. God, of course. Can comb down hair. Jesus Christ. I wanted an emo boyfriend. I got one. Later he turned out to you be You sure did. So. <laughs> a lot of them did, honey. It's okay. Yep. We've all been there. Yep. Who among us? Yep. <laughs> Who among us hasn't had that happen to them? Granted, I also turned out to be pretty gay myself, so it's <laughs> understandable. You know, tit for tat. Right. Exactly. He's, he's probably saying the exact same thing about you. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, do we want to talk about money or Oh, reviews? Christ. Uh, Are there reviews? There was no trivia. There, there are 14 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. All right. 14. Well, that's more, way more than I thought was going to be. Um, <laughs> what do you want to do? You want to do money or tomatoes? Let's do money first. Okay. Because I don't well, anticipate it to be very much. Well... Uh, Unfortunately, uh, box office pros or whatever uh, that used to have all of the budgets and money on Mm -hmm. every film that's ever been made and reported 
has been absorbed by IMDb, so it doesn't exist uh. anymore. And the IMDb information sucks. Now, this yeah. film was obviously a very independent film, clearly not big Six budget. Theaters. <laughs> I think, well, I, I projected on the budget because it was not available anywhere. I said they shot it for shoestrings and Snickers bars. Okay. And, but this film gets Fangirl Film Club distinction Ooh. of having my favorite box office number returned reported, which is uh -oh. worldwide. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know where it came from. But I saw it, those sad three little numbers. I was like, that, that's not in the thousands. Are that's, missing a thousand okay there? Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing's missing. $966. And they had the audacity on IMDb to put worldwide. <laughs> That is very mean. So <laughs> it was pretty rough, but it was as far as as far as box office numbers that I have reported on this podcast, the disappeared is my favorite one so far. The little I'm indie that could. Oh so sad. <laughs> I am so sad for them. Oh God. Mm. Oh. All right. Well, since we know how we felt. Nobody got paid for about this it. movie. Nobody, Nobody got paid oh, for this. That no. is upsetting. Ooh. There's no way anybody got paid for this. There's no way. That hurts. I mean, yeah. and granted, why? Well, I was going to say, why would they? Because they were all nobodies, but they weren't. No. Greg Wise wasn't like a real actor. And obviously Draco Malfoy was Draco Malfoy at yeah. that point. He probably could have commanded a paycheck. Um, there was another dude from Harry Potter who was like the <clears throat> gang leader. And he was just like a shitty kid in Harry Potter yeah. additionally. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know anything Maybe. about the priest, but he looks very familiar. And it looks like he's been mm -hmm. in about 81 things on IMDb. <laughs> so... so. He probably has gotten paid for other things. Um, maybe they just yeah. all knew each other. Maybe it was just like a mates rates kind of kind of weekend yeah. where they were like Johnny Kevorkian was just like, let me call all my friends and we'll film this movie together in this rundown, sad, sad apartment building. Yeah. Which was refreshing, honestly, because <laughs> I'm so tired of how shiny everything is in. Yeah. Hollywood. This <laughs> Where everything's me. like, <clears throat> yeah. Everything's just like, oh wow, they're so hard on their, you know, down on their luck, and it's so hard to be them. But they live in like a four bedroom, you know, gorgeous condo, perfectly organized. It's supposed to be like, home. yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be, you know, run down. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, the complex reminds me a little bit of like don't know what the outside I had a distinct memory of that but the inside reminds me a little bit of like 28 days later how mm -hmm. everything's just like crusty yeah. and shitty mm -hmm. yeah watching VHS tapes all over the place um the uh the well in in like the other building that he goes to that was like scorched earth the burnt out <laughs> yeah the entire like burned out bombed out shell um it was i mean i love that it was like two two doors down from his yeah <laughs> it was like there's like so four a jump over four block like four like blocks of apartment buildings and the one that's a, just a burned out shell was right next to his and he's like oh i didn't know didn't <laughs> i didn't know it was burned down sorry yeah sorry couldn't figure it out whoopsie whatever he was crazy Whatever. He had a lot on his mind, okay? He was just... He had a lot going on. You know, unmedicated sad boy. Right? Yeah. Bad hair. A lot of shit going on. Um, Alright. Let's talk tomatoes. Let's talk tomatoes. Uh, I'm... <laughs> given that it had a four movie theater release <laughs> before going straight to... 14 people. 14 critics saw people. it at the time. At the time, all right. And then went straight to Tubi 15 years later. Um, yep. 
I'm kind of surprised if there are any tomatoes, but I'm going to guess. Mm -hmm. mm, 46. You're exactly backwards. It got 64% from the critics. 64. Good for it. Good for it. That's so good. it does have it does have the old tomato. It doesn't have the little mm-hmm. instead. The splat. <laughs> the splat of shame. Well, good, good. I'm Audience glad. score was um, significantly lower. Audience score was forty three percent. With five hundred plus ratings, who I guarantee all went to see it or found it somehow, some way for Tom Felton. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm certain. And that's probably why it was all the Tom Felton fangirls just downgraded it when they yeah. found out he died. Yeah. So sad. <clears throat> and he was a dick the whole time. Douchebag <laughs> friend. And then he died being nice. Yep. <sighs> Not a big I was, change if I was from a Tom, what they were used to. <laughs> I was a Tom Felton fangirl. I would probably downgrade the movie as well. Um, yeah. All right. Hit me with some reviews because we have no trivia for this. <laughs> There's okay, no perfect. information available. <laughs> so David Edwards gives a succinct uh, report from the Daily Mirror and says, while there's a good leading performance about after about half an hour, you may notice your ability to give a damn also disappearing. <laughs> so. Oh, I love the snark. Quite on the nose. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> The second review, which is more forgiving, um, it has a phrase that I'm unfamiliar with. You might be more familiar with this. It could just be that I am putting these words together and I am baffled by them put together. Um, Ed Ed Potton from the Times UK writes, Mm -hmm. the film is let down by inauthentic dialogue and plotting that unravels rather embarrassingly in the final reel. But the tension is well sustained, and Treadway's performance is full of pallid intensity. Pallid intensity. Now that sounds like an oxymoron to me. (laughs) (laughs) It does, because if I'm remembering correctly what pallid means, we're going to do a little cinnamon cinnamon search here. Pale, yes. Pale intensity. Uh What do you mean by that? How does that work? Because when we think of intensity of colors, you're thinking more bold colors. Do you feel like you have to say pallid because it is very British and you are very British? And God, they are a pale bunch. They are a pale bunch. <laughs> they are a pasty, verging pasty on translucent pale bunch. <laughs> Speaking of that Home Alone montage, was he walking around without a shirt on? I was like, you can see his veins. <laughs> He is not in the not no in the roided tone. out Hollywood way. No, <laughs> you can see his blue veins. <laughs> you can see the blue blood flowing under his skin because there is zero color. God, they are a pale bunch. No sun in Denver. Pallid intensity. There's, yep. That's why a vampire could thrive there, like yep. Father Ballin. Maybe. <laughs> I suppose a maybe vampire could thrive there. Um, I I think he used that word wrong. That's yeah. what I think. I think. I think if he was trying for an oxymoron, he should have done one that that people have heard of. It's more obvious, yeah. A more obvious yeah. oxymoron, yeah. If we have British fans, you can tell us we're wrong, and people say that all the time, and we just don't know it. But yeah, feel free to tell do, me I'm wrong. <laughs> there. I've been waiting to fight. So I've been waiting to argue. <laughs> Mia's, Mia's got a lot of rage built up, so if anybody wants to My push rage the has wrong been contained button, for far too long. <laughs> if anybody wants to push the wrong button and get into a fight with Mia, she is ready to go. <clears throat> All right, hit me with another review. Those are the only two that matter, I think. Okay, fine. Cool. Good. <laughs> Perfect. Wonderful. I will say um, one thing that did pop up from searching for The Disappeared on Rotten Tomatoes was the you might also like uh, section mm. of the page, Ooh. which recommended broil, visitors, and of course, the 58% malevolent starring <gasps> our boo Florence. Our baby girl, Florence. Oh, you know, that's nice. I feel like we've, I like when, I like when we have little film club connections like that. Oh, I like yeah. that. We've established yeah. a type. 
We've got a type. We do. Um. All right. Well, <sighs> I like I said, I didn't hate it. I liked it. No. I, I had a decent time watching it. <laughs> it was fine. Would I... Would I choose to watch it again? <laughs> Me? Probably not. Certainly not. No. There are um, other... <laughs> there are other things that I can watch if I want to get my fix of Blorbos. I was going to say, there are other mediocre horror films. If, But, however, I did watch it, I think, with the best atmosphere yesterday. Because it was Ooh. so gray and raining slash snowing sideways. Okay. Um, and just miserable here in upstate New York. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I have a C-grade horror movie that I have to watch for Fangirl Film Club. I'm going to put it on right now. And it was quite perfect. So that was nice for the weather. I like how kind you are of calling this a C-grade movie when it's, it's box office earnings. <laughs> We're in the three-digit. $966. What the fuck? Painful. I I just I desperately want to know more. I want to see the PL statement for this film. I just have to know. I, know. I need to understand. What did we I need to understand? <laughs> what was the distribution? Yeah. How did you only make that's like that's like concession stand money. Like you yeah. make more than $966 at like the snack shack at a football game on yeah. Friday night. Like yeah. I could go door to door raising money for a film and I would make more than $966. Yeah. I don't know what happened, Johnny Kevorkian. Explain it to us. If you find us, explain it. Please come on our, please come on our podcast um, and tell us what the fuck happened. I have happened some with bad this. news for you about that. Is he that. dead? He is dead. Is he dead? Yes. No. <laughs> now I'll never know. Damn it. Damn it. How did he die? Do you know? Um, How do you know he's dead? Is I think it, it was a just heart this right now? attack. No, no, no. Okay. I read this earlier. He died in 2020. So I was okay. curious if this could have anything to do with COVID or heart attack. Mm. Oh, goody. Oh, I get an ad for the sound of freedom. Yay. We're not watching that one. <laughs> Ew, I have no. <laughs> negative interest in watching that one. I'm putting my foot down. No, we're not watching that. <laughs> yeah. No, he died in 2020. Um, of a heart attack, allegedly. So, yeah. Mm. November 2020. Well, at least it wasn't... Well, a lot of things happened in November 2020. Um, at least true. it wasn't, like, tw- 2008. Like, this movie didn't kill him. Yeah. Which I'm glad. <laughs> that is true. I would feel really bad. If it was, like, the last thing he did. Get him another, um, another 12 years. Get another... Okay. No. That's fair. His That's fair. Sorry. Well-known... Damn it. Uh, picture that he did was called Awaiting Further mm-hmm. Instructions. <gasps> I saw that. Or, I'm sorry. Await Further Instructions. Yes. Yes. I saw that. It's fucked up. It's really, really, okay. really fucked up. Like the premise is that uh, like blast doors come down and like keep everybody in their houses Ooh. and uh, the television and like all electronic devices and everything start like pro like telling people to do horrible things to each other so that they oh. can get out. Wow. Um, okay. It's real fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Johnny. Uh, I think of working. Okay. I cannot believe I've seen another one of your films. <laughs> <sighs> that one probably also made three digits because I remember I own it actually because it was like you can rent it for five dollars or you can own it for a right. dollar, and I was like, "Well, I guess <laughs> might as well." If I watch it once, I've gotten my money's worth. So whatever, it's available. Let me see how much now, this so. made in the box office because I it's I, hard for me to fathom that you could come back from nine hundred sixty six. Okay, I, gross worldwide for await oh, further instructions. What do you think? Mm-hmm. What do you oh, think it made? Gross worldwide. <laughs> Are we at least in four digits? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. But you didn't say more than four digits. So I'm going to say like $8,000. $3,823 oh, worldwide. No. <laughs> I mean, what? 
This man, at least, what? it seems he's making movies for the craft. He is not doing it for the cash. Clearly, he was just doing what he loved. Wow. $3,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. What even? All right. Well, R.I.P., Johnny. I'm so yeah. sorry. You never made you never made a dime with your films. I'm so sorry. Truly. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, whew. that was fun. Um, that was I, a time. That was a time. Thank you for looking into that so quickly. Um, we just did a little mini. We had a little mini sode there. <laughs> two minute, get you two minute you recap. <laughs> yeah, two minute recap. We did a budget, budget. The whole thing. <laughs> so, um, oh, all right. Christ. Well, it is my turn to pick, and I believe mm. by the time this airs, we will be into February, and I will be feeling murderous because it's <laughs> the worst month. Time um, for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> And, of course, it is Time for Love and Candy, which is why mm-hmm. we are going to watch the 2021 reboot of Ooh. Candyman. Oh, yes. Starring I thought you Yaya. were going to say Candy starting, starring Heath Ledger. It was like 2021. No. Nope. No. R.I.P. Again. Um, no, I can't. I can't deal with that one right now. That's a, about a, a lot of a lot about heroin. And it's not. Uh, okay. Not nearly as fun as Candyman, which is about murder. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to watch. Yay. Streaming on Prime um, as of November. Uh, yeah. And uh, and that's all I got. So so thanks for listening. Mia, you want to <laughs> send us out? Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> you should have spent a bit longer in the old whack shack. Bye. Bye. <laughs>